What do you think about these words? Restful, homeschool. Do they sound like an oxymoron or a myth? Do you think a restful homeschool is a real possibility for your family? In today's episode, we'll be discussing the key to a restful homeschool because, yes, a restful homeschool is a real possibility for your family. Welcome to the Rest of the Homeschool Trench podcast, a place for homeschool mamas seeking to cultivate victorious rest in the midst of daily homeschool battles. I'm your host, Amy Smith. I'm right there with you in the trench as a homeschool mom, but I want to offer hope that in Jesus, we can experience victorious rest. Let's jump straight in to the key to a restful homeschool. A restful homeschool overflows from the heart of a restful homeschool mama. Let me repeat that. A restful homeschool overflows from the heart of a restful homeschool mama. Now, how does that statement make you feel? For me, it's just a bit frustrating. Hey, I've wrote that sentence and I don't like it myself because I think deep down, I know it's really true, but I know the reality of what's in my heart and I see the reality in my daily life of what overflows from my heart in my words, my attitude, my actions with my children. It's not how I want it to be, but I know the reality. I want to have a restful heart. I want to overflow to give my family a restful home and a restful homeschool, but I know myself and I wonder if perhaps it's the same with you. Perhaps it's frustrating to hear that we moms are the key to a restful homeschool. So this statement that a restful homeschool overflows from the heart of a restful homeschool mom can be frustrating and it can kind of taunt us. In a few minutes, I'm going to share with you a scripture passage that has actually taunted me over the years and has been just as frustrating as that one statement about a restful homeschool. So I wish I could sit down with you and show you all of the different types of planners and charts I've created over the years of um, of our homeschool journey and all the different ways that I have tried to create a restful homeschool environment for my family. I've been through a, just a treasury of different types of calendars and planners. I've bought planners. I've downloaded planners. I've printed off pages and created my own. I've made my own Excel, Excel spreadsheets. Right now for my planners, I actually just use Google Calendar on my phone and a clipboard for my daily tasks. But it's also the same with with our planning for school and our lessons or meal planning for the homes. I've been through many different, uh, just different, different styles of planning and many different approaches trying to find the key to creating a restful home environment for my family. I've also tried to find the perfect curriculum. I've tried finding the right parenting approach. I've tried uh, trying to create the right activities 
and cultivating the best restful moments in my home. I'm sure that you're doing those things too. Now, these are all really good things. It's a really good thing to pursue restful moments with our families. It's a good thing to create order and a sense of rhythm in our homeschool days. It's a good thing to seek better parenting approaches. And it's a good thing to seek and pursue the right fit of a curriculum for our homeschools. But if our hearts are not in a good place while we're pursuing those good things, we're just going to be frustrated and we're going to create frustration for our children and for our families as well. So let's go back to that key idea about a restful homeschool. Even while pursuing all of the good good things of curriculum and planning and rhythms, even though those are good, it's not the key. The key to a restful homeschool is that it overflows from the restful heart of us. A restful homeschool overflows from the heart of a restful homeschool mom. So how can we as moms cultivate this sense of a restful heart? Well, there are actually many types of rest that we as moms need to be pursuing. In future episodes, we'll talk about a variety of types of rest that we need to be cultivating in our lives. But today, I want to take a few minutes and look at an underlying sense of rest. This is actually a spiritual sense of rest that despite whatever is going on around us, everything really is okay. You can have this type of rest, a deep, calm confidence in the midst of whatever your crazy day might throw at you. So let's look at this Bible verse that I mentioned a few minutes ago that has taunted me um, for many years. It's a classic verse that you might have heard that you, you quite likely have even memorized about rest. It's words directly from Jesus himself. It's in the book of Matthew chapter 11, verses 28 through 30. I want to read this to you, and I want you to think, what is your heart's response when you hear these words from Jesus? Jesus says, Come to me, all who are weary and heavy burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, And you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. What do you think about that? For many years, these verses were very frustrating to me because I had a relationship with Jesus. I had come to him. I was pursuing him maybe not every day, but in the general sense, I was pursuing him on on a fairly daily basis, but I wasn't restful. My heart was still filled with anxiety, fear. I was prone to depression and despair. I was weary, overwhelmed, stressed out. I was anything but restful. So I couldn't understand how Jesus could say, come to me and I'll give you rest when I was coming to him and I didn't feel his rest. So I want you to consider if this is a little bit frustrating for you too, that this this type of rest is truly possible. Jesus gave this as a promise 
And if we're going to believe that Jesus is good and that he is faithful and true, which the Bible says he is, then we're going to have to believe that his words and his promises are true, even if we don't see the reality of it in our lives quite yet. So let's unpack these verses just a little bit. First, I want to look at that word that Jesus is using for rest. I looked this up in the Greek to see what is it that Jesus is actually saying he will give to us. So the Greek word for rest that's used here in Matthew is anapao, and it means a calm, patient expectation. I want you to hear that this word rest has a forward motion to it. It's an expectation. It's also a quiet, refreshing. Doesn't that sound good? Isn't that what we want? A quiet sense in our hearts, a refreshing of all of the weariness and the anxiety that we carry from what life throws at us from day to day. But it's also the act of ceasing from movement to recover and collect strength. That is definitely something that we as homeschool moms need. We need to recollect strength so that we are ready to embark on the mission that that God's given us in homeschooling our children. So if we look at these verses that Jesus has said, I see three key ideas for us about being able to truly receive this rest that Jesus has promised to us. At first, Jesus says, come to me. In that, I'm seeing this idea that we need to seek rest in a person. There are many places that we can seek rest. We can seek rest in um, in taking a break. We can seek rest in having fun moments with our family. We can seek rest by having a calm, orderly environment. Those things are good, but this true, deep, underlying sense of rest for our hearts only comes in the person of Jesus. So while we're looking at all of these things, we need to remember we can only seek true heart rest in the person of Jesus. This is because he sees you. Moms, Jesus sees what's going on in your home. He sees the things that nobody else sees. He sees where you feel lonely. He sees where you feel insecure. He knows where you're weary. He sees the moment you just had with your children that you're looking back on with regret. But he not only sees you, but he cares. Jesus loves you. That song, Jesus Loves the Little Children, isn't just true for our children. It's true for you. Jesus sees you. He loves you and he cares for you. And because of that, he wants to help. He wants to give you rest, which leads us to the second key about rest that we see here in Matthew 28. Jesus says, come to me, all who are weary and heavy burdened, and I will give you rest. Rest is a gift. So not only do we need to seek rest in a person, we can also receive rest as a gift. True rest is only a gift from Jesus. It's not something that we can create for our hearts or for our homes. 
all of those good pursuits that we have in caring for our family, in creating a calm, orderly environment, in creating rhythms for our days, in pursuing moments of rest and enjoyment with our families, those are good, but we cannot create a true, deep rest. We can only receive it from the person of Jesus. What I found is I'm trying to create rest in my home. I tend to put my trust in my plans. I tend to put my trust in my efforts and think that my plans and efforts will what are, are what will really tr- create rest for us. But in putting my trust in plans and rhythms and moments, I neglect to put my trust in Jesus. So I'd encourage you to consider where are you placing your trust? Are you trying to create rest or are you trusting that Jesus can give you true rest? All right, so first we need to seek rest in the person of Jesus because he sees and he cares. Then we receive rest as a gift because Jesus is offering us a gift that we cannot create for ourselves. But then third, we can cr- can cultivate rest through a journey. Jesus started by saying, come to me, all who are weary and heavy burdened, and I will give you rest. But he goes on and says, take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart. This idea of taking the yoke of Jesus on us is an invitation for us to work with him. The yoke was a piece of farm equipment used to connect two oxen together to plow the fields. So the farmer would would connect these two yoke or these two oxen with a yoke that they would walk side by side. They would pull a plow and they would plow the fields and prepare it for for planting together. Now an older, stronger ox would be partnered with a younger, weaker one so that the younger ox could learn from the older one. That's what Jesus is inviting us into as moms. He's inviting us into the daily work of parenting, of homeschooling, of raising the next generation. But he wants us doing this work with him because we can learn from him. And we can learn from him because he is gentle and he is humble in heart. But he's also strong. He is passionate and he has so many things that he wants to fill us with. But in order to learn from him, we're going to have to walk side by side with him on a daily basis. You see, when Jesus offers to give us rest, it's not a passive receiving that he's inviting us to just sit back and do nothing and let him do the work. No, he's inviting us into the work. He's asking us to take one step at a time day by day of doing the hard daily work of homeschooling. But he's not asking us to do it on our own. He invites us into a journey side by side with him to take his yoke on us and cultivate rest one step at a time, day by day, through a journey of working with him. So mamas, this is how we can create a restful heart so that we can lead our families toward a restful homeschool. We seek rest in the person of Jesus. We receive rest as a gift from him. And we cultivate rest through a daily journey. Now, In future episodes, we'll be looking at many practical steps of 
how we can cultivate rest on this journey with Jesus so that our hearts can overflow and give our families a restful homeschool. For now, I want to leave you with one step. Would invite you today, take a few minutes to pause and think about your own heart. How are you? How is your heart? You're busy taking care of everybody else, but you are important. Jesus cares about you. So take a few minutes and consider, how is your heart? Are you restful? Or is there something else that's characterizing your heart right now? Take a few minutes as you think about this. Maybe jot down a few thoughts in a journal. Maybe reach out to a friend and talk about what's really going on in your heart. Absolutely take a few minutes and pray and talk with with God, the creator of your heart. He knows you better than anybody. And talk with him about what's really going on. How are you? How is your heart? I'd invite you to join me next time as we look at this idea of filling our own cup. As we're filling our cups, pursuing rest, why does it feel like our cup is leaking? Why do we pursue rest and yet we can still be anxious, weary, and overwhelmed? What's going on and how can we truly fill our own cup in a way that we overflow rather than let that rest leak out of our cups. Until then, I pray that you will come to Jesus today and again tomorrow, and that you will find this rest that He has offered for your soul. 